Life School Masterclass Show, a place where visionary leaders build a life and business legacy on purpose through mindset, branding, marketing, sales, systems, and team so they can make an amazing impact and income and positively affect their communities worldwide. Ensure that you are sharing the show, you're subscribing, and you also are leaving us a review so we can create more amazing content around those areas to help you level up to the next level and also bring amazing guest experts that can share their knowledge and expertise with you so that you can create amazing legacy. And welcome back, leaders. I hope you're doing well. We have reached the end of this year almost. This is the last week of 2023, moving into 2024. I know a lot of you are kind of reflecting on the year and setting your new heights and goals for 2024. So I hope that this conversation will be so timely for you as you level up your leadership skills and you focus more on your purpose and also the profit alignment in your companies as well. So I'm so excited to have another amazing guest today, another expert that will share his experience and expertise around the topic today. But not only that, of course, uh, discover a little more uh, regarding his journey and how did he actually get to what he's doing today. So um, I would love to introduce you, Bilal Kola. Uh, welcome, Bilal. Thank you so much for coming on to the Life School pa uh, Masterclass show and looking forward to having a great conversation today around this topic, uh, but not only the topic. So welcome. And Bilal, I usually start off all my guests with the same question. If you can share some of the most meaningful moments that led you to the work that you're doing today, um, I think that will be very helpful in people learning a little bit more uh, regarding your journey. Thank you very much, Alona. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And uh, I really congratulate you for everything that you have achieved. So well done to you. And uh, I'm very privileged to be in this show. Well, I'm going to start. It was kind of a um, sort of a decision which was not uh, on my uh, side to be where I am today. I was born, just to start it from the scratch, I was born in an Albanian communist concentration camp. But uh, long before I was born, my family was put in a communist concentration camp since May uh, 45. Now, I've been sort of deprived of all my rights and liberties while I was a kid and a teenager, but thankfully uh, communism fell and collapsed while I was, uh, I was at that time only 18. And from that point on, I, I just uh, sort of uh, grabbed every opportunity that came my, my way with both the hands. And um, as it turned out, I managed to study in London. I did my uh, law degree there, master's there. I got back to Albania. That was uh, the sort of scholarship I had. I was sort of uh, supposed to go back home, and then that's what I did. So uh, I have had all sorts of, uh, let's say, uh, engagements in both sectors, public and private. And I was uh, fortunate enough to start with, uh, let's say, leadership roles. And throughout my 24 years uh, as a lawyer and as a leader, I have come to uh, realize that, you know, there are so many skills that you can learn, but mindsets are much more important than the soft skills. 
And I mentioned uh, my experience as a kid and a teenager in that concentration camp, but that's a very, very relevant experience because I believe that uh, ultimately the things that really push us forward and really drive us uh, to excel are the sort of uh, experiences where we are uh, very much put to the corner. And at that moment, uh, some of us would sulk, but some others would grab this as an opportunity because uh, ultimately these are the things that, just like I'm not talking about myself, but the pheno phenomenon of diamonds is that when they are really pushed uh, like to the extreme, that's where the, the let's say the rough ages go, rough ages go and diamond comes comes uh, to light. Yeah. My story basically about leadership is this. Uh, we, of course, uh, have the opportunity to uh, make in terms of the experiences uh, and to draw lessons, but the, the special ones, I believe, uh, turn out the so-called uh, unfavorable circumstances into opportunities. And there is this saying of uh, uh, President Kennedy, which I love. He mentioned in one of his speeches in Berlin, he said that uh, the word, the word uh, challenge in the Chinese language is made of two hieroglyphs. One of them means uh, danger and the other one means opportunity. So at the very moment that we're facing a danger, ultimately that's where the opportunity lies. So I mentioned the concentration camp out of all experiences because at that concentration camp, I've learned so many things about true leadership. Bilal, I would love to gently interrupt you kindly. I love what you just shared. And we also share a common origin from our you know, own country in Albania. So I think, thank you so much for sharing your story. And I agree with you. I think in the moments of challenge is where we actually grow as individuals. And we get to also see our strengths and how we actually adapt and persist despite the challenges that we overcome, especially as leaders or even in our personal lives. So I love that you shared your personal journey to kind of showcase some of that leadership um, mindset that you said that it's more important than the technical skills, right? The soft skills are always more important than the technical skills. Not that obviously the alignment of both does not help, but you know everything begins with our minds. So based on what you have learned from your personal experience, and I want you to continue the story now from your personal story, what are some leadership skills that you have personally learned and applied with your, in your experience and with your teams? And I, I know you help also companies, businesses grow. What are some of those uh, leadership skills, I say top priority skills that you could share with us today that you you feel um, will add value to someone that is looking to always grow, develop their leadership skills because one capability of all leaders is they always wanna grow and evolve. I think leaders that are successful never think that they have already reached a certain level. They're always, they're a student, they're a life student. They're always looking to grow and develop. So what are some of those skills that you could share with us? I would, uh... Generally speaking, uh, I would comprise them under uh, four main skills, and I will start with the very most important one in my in my uh, belief is to cooperate with everyone as long as we see uh, 
the benefits of producing results, not only for us who cooperate, but also for the community at large. And I'm going just to give you a little bit of a personal experience in order to illustrate this. What do I mean by cooperating with everyone? Um, you know, coming, coming from an, an origin where I thought that all communists were bad, it came, uh, I just came to this realization by being amidst this interesting experience. Uh, a very sort of uh, good mentor of mine who happened to be the um, aunt of my dad, the, the, my grandfather's sister, she basically was uh, in her place, in her house, and some communists came over and they started throwing a barrage of, of uh, insults and they were offending. How she, could she make an application to become, uh, let's say, a member of this organization? The, the way she responded basically made me realize that, yes, there is an opportunity to cooperate with everyone, even these hardliners, these communists. Basically, uh, the idea behind cooperating with everyone, in my understanding, is this. Ultimately, we all have preferences. Ultimately, we all have standards. And of course, we'd like to uphold those standards and preferences. But if we are resolve driven, and by resolve driven, I mean we need to, uh, let's say, get to uh, a point where we deliver results, ultimately, we need to cooperate uh, with everyone as long as the, uh, the products of our cooperation, the results, are measurable and they are uh, beneficial for all parties. I would also single out connection. Uh, everyone knows, Elona, that ABC used to be always be closing. Uh, that's the holy grail of sales, but not any longer. ABC now means always be connecting. So for us, of course, we are all, as, as human beings, we are all inclined to basically sell at any uh, interaction we come across, even with family members, because let's say to our kids, we sell, we sell morals and uh, or, or let's say behaviors. But ultimately, we are not going to be successful in anything, in any persuasion uh, avenue that we, we uh, would like to, to uh, uh, we strive to, to follow and achieve unless and until we connect. So I believe connection is key. And uh, I would also single out influencing people without leverage. What do I mean by influencing without leverage? Each one of us, when we start out, we don't have much leverage. And uh, in order for us to really upscale, we need to motivate people. But how, how do we motivate people without having the leverage to, to uh, basically influence them? I think the key uh, always will be to basically uh, find common ground. And as long as we do find common ground with people, then uh, we create the synergy. And of course, you know, it, it, it becomes really uh, the history of humanity is, is, uh, is this, that uh, every movement, every significant movement is has three main components. It has an inspiring leader, uh, a leader who basically looks towards the future because uh, the future will be uh, the holy grail of solving the current problems faced by the, by the current situation, and also the one who identifies common benefits 
for those who follow the leader. So that's where ultimately I think the uh, influencing without leverage uh, falls. Yeah. And uh, I think the ultimate thing for each leader would be to lessen uh, his or her ego in order to magnify results. Now, lessen, lessening our ego is a very is a very delicate and is a very sort of hard thing to achieve because ultimately we are all, all human beings. But I, I know so many stories in terms of applying how we can lessen our ego. But the one really uh, interesting story about Lee Kota really stands out in terms of how this hardliner capitalist, he was, he was this guy that he had achieved everything in life in terms of being uh, the CEO of uh, GM, CEO, CEO of Ford. And this guy was kind of, you know, he took a position not because he needed money or needed fame or anything, because he was already with the money and the fame and everything. But he just felt that he, uh, this was his ultimate uh, shot to making it before uh, retiring. And then he had the option to actually get out of business because he was facing bankruptcy. And what he did was completely out of blue. Not only he lowered his salary to $1 a year, and of course he asked all the let's say the leaders in the organization to lower the salary, but what he did was really something that everybody considered as a humiliating thing to do. He went to Congress and he asked for sovereign loan guarantees. Now, this hardliner, he was a capitalist, you know, going to Congress, uh, when he came out of Congress, journalists were asking, how come somebody like you is doing something like this. You're asking for state aid, basically, and you're a capitalist. I mean, you've, you've been a hardline. You've been criticizing all these, these leftist ideologies and things like that. And the guy said that, no, it's not about me anymore. It's about my team. And it's about, it's about the results. So when it comes to my team and when it comes to my, uh, let's say, company's result, I'm quite willing to swallow my ego. So ultimately, leadership is about giving, in my opinion. I and love it. Well, Bilal, you've touched on so many pillars already. You said, you know, collaboration, you said connection first, and also the influence without leverage. I think those are also, from my experience, three very, very important pillars that we need to learn and also apply in our day-to-day -day as leaders. And I love that you touched on the ego subject. I think this is a fascinating one, especially, you know, what drives our ego, what drives our desire to succeed, right? It's just fascinating to learn that, you know, there's so many exercises and things out there that I also go through myself to kind of figure out the deep drive, because the more we are aware, uh, what is that, you know, what is it that drives us, the more we can start aligning, you know, with the right actions. And if we are driven by maybe outside things that um, really connect with some sort of insecurity or confidence, you know, um, building ability that we need to do, then at least we have that awareness, because I think that's where most ego actually comes from. So I love that you actually touched upon that. So I want to go to the second part, actually, and I know you touched upon that a little bit with uh, sharing the example of what what is what is one leader that has led revolutions and has made changes in society and evolved us forward whether it's a company or you know uh your government it doesn't matter i think at the end of the day it's the same um um you know principles what are some of those principles that we can use as leaders 
to better align our team around to better guide them first of all and also align them around that vision that we talked about or the mission um, that someone believes in and, and really thinks that it's the new way to add uh, value to the world and solve a unique problem that has not probably been solved before. Wow. It's a very, very good question, Elona. Well, um, let's say for let, different perspectives and different, um, uh, let's say from different angles, um, people might come to completely different conclusions. But ultimately, I believe everything boils down to results. And ultimately, everything boils down to team. Uh, so if we were to uh, put in, a, in the imperative list, if we were to make a list of hierarchies and put the imperative list results and team, then uh, ultimately, everything would fall into its own place. So a leader, uh, or let's say at his forefront, her forefront, the a leader should have results on, on the back of his mind and uh, team performance because nothing can be achieved on your own. Then you're a self-employed person, but not a leader if you work on your own. So uh, th those two imperatives, in my opinion, are what we should have at the forefront as leaders at the forefront of our uh, uh, approach, at the forefront of our uh, strategies, and at the forefront of our, let's say, uh, engagement as as leaders within our organizations and beyond. Mm. So what I hear you say is you said team and results. So be focused on these two very important metrics because yeah, I absolutely agree. It's always the who, never the how. You yes. learn how to think differently when you think of that um, because that's, you just become, when you're a leader, you empower others and you really can tap into their talents and abilities. And that's what's going to make you go further faster with any goal that you have or with any result that you'd like to achieve yes. based on yes. what we said. So I love these, share those two important metrics as well. And I think, you know, guiding people, I think you touched upon that too with that common also common goal like what's important to your team as well you know yes it's great that we have a vision and we see the world differently and we are that visionary let's say but what about the people you know that are in there understanding aligning what their needs are and what their goals are and what matters to them and and doing a great art sort of piece of connecting the dots for them between what's important to them and what's important to the impact that you're trying to create i think it's definitely great harmony uh, between both those factors as well. Bilal, I'd love to get some insight around your unique approach that you help businesses grow. What is your specific methodology of how you help uh, businesses grow besides our topic today of leadership? Yes. Well, since uh, 2000, I've, as I uh, shared with you, since I came to Albania in uh, 2000, I've had leading positions in across industries, both uh, public and private. But since 2009, I had my own law firm, and uh, basically, I've been advising uh, companies on all aspects of of uh, law and and business, because that's where I've been focusing uh, business law, and in terms of corporate governance, how they should be better structured. 
but I've pivoted since 2002, uh, 2022. I wrote this book about personal development. Now the book is in English because initially I wrote the book in Albanian. Now the book is in English and can be found in Amazon as well. Uh, and I'm, uh, I was just certified as an ICF uh, executive coach only recently. So I'm going into uh, business coaching and basically the way I'm approaching business coaching is twofold in terms of uh, soft, skill, soft skills and mindset uh, training for, for uh, managers and uh, basically individualized coaching for, for entrepreneurs now and, and C-level executives. The way I have... Uh, come about to do this basically is this i feel that ultimately each one of us has tremendous potential until we don't start tapping on it which it just remains potential in order for us to materialize what we have is, i love this uh maybe this would probably uh kind of leverage this example einstein has got this fantastic uh, quote he says Everyone is a genius, but if the two of us, if you and I says judge a fish by its ability to, to climb upon a tree, not only you and I, but even the fish would think uh, that is just a stupid fish. Now, I believe that in order for us to, uh, you were mentioning something in your, uh, in your intro about purpose, in order for us to really uh, tap into our, into our uh, basically potential first and foremost we need to find our purpose because that's where we don't work but we just do for uh work our base our hobbies so uh, that's what i mean by by purpose it's our ikigai basically and exactly this is where i'm aiming at uh i'd like to develop these skills and mindsets of result-oriented mindsets and the, the soft skills which lead to success but my ultimate goal is to help uh, as many people as possible of course executives and, and entrepreneurs in reaching their maximum potential but first and foremost we need to focus on a purpose-driven uh, mission and as long as we align our actions and our goals with our purpose then we don't need to put our alarm clock anymore on we just uh, are uh, sort of we've got this intrinsic motivation to succeed and be the very best version of ourselves so yeah, absolutely i love that you touched upon potential and purpose with your book as well what's the title of the book and what are some of the what are some of the topics that you have laid out for people to learn more about 12 mindsets to improve life radically and that can be found in amazon uh, well, as I speak, it is an Amazon bestseller, but that was only for the first 24 hours because Amazon has a measuring. They've got their own metrics. And now I have to wait for the next three months I was going to, be, I was going to perform. Uh, what I'm basically, there are 12 topics in that book. And I start with the so-called uh, spiritual alignment. And uh, so I, I talk about, I talk about a, accepting uh reality and i talk about forgiveness then i talk about uh, equanimity i talk about the open mind mindset 
when I talk about uh, the so-called uh, these self-injections that we can project for ourselves, but not only project, but go into and materialize. I talk about auto-suggestion. Then I talk about the soft skills, all the, the skills in terms of leadership, uh, in terms of the emotional and social intelligence, in terms of conflict res resolution. Then I talk about the so-called uh, self-actualization, which in my opinion should start with this mindset that nothing is a failure, everything is a stepping stone to success, as long as we are talking about aligning our values, uh, intrinsic values, with our outer goals in terms of reaching our potential, being the be very best version of ourselves, but always following our purpose. So, and I talk about I talk about gratitude uh, as the very best and the quickest way to get us into an elevated uh, state of being. Uh, so, my book is about personal like value-packed book. I love it. Sounds like, and I love that you've taken a holistic approach to even how you're going to help uh, businesses grow and also how you probably are able to complement some of your past experience in law and business law. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I could already uh, definitely probably will grab a copy on that on Amazon as well and be able to read some of your experience. That's the reason why I love books. It's like a legacy product. Someone can go through life and learn something for, that took them 20 years and they can put it in a book that's 200 pages and they're already giving you their wisdom. So, you know, it's just <laughs> like so fast way to grow, obviously, besides you know, hiring mentors and aligning yourself with the right people, of course. There's so much now we could do to realize that potential that you said and also discover our purpose because I absolutely believe that once you tap into that, it's a completely different life. And once you experience it, you want everyone to experience it. And we all have one, we all have a reason why we're born. You know, there's a reason yeah. nothing is okay, I'm just born here to just pay my bills and, you know, do what society says and kind of go. I think it's you intentionally discovering that for yourself and, and being able to test your gifts and abilities and test yourself in many areas until you figure out what are the things that come naturally to you. I think it's absolutely a different life. And that is the way that you can add value to the world. We all want to contribute as humans. That's yes. that's our main intrinsic value based on what you just said, right? And that's what yes. I've discovered. I'm like contribution, contribution. We all want to feel valued, appreciate, and contribute. If you want to have those three values in your company, you're going to have people that, of course, are going to be there with you for a long time. Because, again, if those needs are met, we don't have to leave, just like a good relationship. If my needs Absolutely. are met, I don't have to leave and go somewhere else. So I love that you have aligned all of those different topics in your book as well. And Bilal, before we actually end the interview, I love to pick your brain on business law. What are some things that you can share with us around awareness in this area because i know it scares a lot of entrepreneurs or even ceos that obviously you know are not versed in this specific um you know field so what are some principles you can share with us around business law that you feel we we should know and it's something to be aware around i'm going to share with that with you in a second but i'm just going to align uh with this the so-called giver's high the ultimate let's say fulfillment fulfillment in life comes in us giving what we are driven uh, to give as a contribution. So that's the ultimate fulfillment. 
Yes, about business law. Um, first and foremost, I would advise all entrepreneurs not to go to the lawyer once there is a problem because uh, prevention is always better than the cure. So nothing, uh, nothing in terms of uh, big deals, nothing would uh, be uh, sort of in terms of expenses they would incur, nothing would justify the losses that they will suffer if they don't go to the lawyer. But uh, in terms of principles, I would say that when it comes to business, ultimately, we all uh, have one sacred thing, which is our image. So uh, in order for us, we can build our image with 25 years of hard earned uh, work and we can lose it in maybe a couple of seconds. So uh, the best thing for us to do is just as a, let's say as a business person, this is judged by my experiences, is to think of the moment that somebody is going to write our necrology, somebody is going to write after death something for us, what kind of business people we have been. And uh, that will be probably a, a very interesting sort of uh, introspection. Ultimately, we should aim towards uh, building trust and towards giving before we even contemplate getting because uh, that's what life is about and that's what business should be about. In order for us to get, we should be thinking of ourselves as contributors first. And if we build this kind of reputation, then people will be queuing to do business with us. Rather than we searching <clears throat> business opportunities, people will be queuing for doing business with us because nothing uh, will ever prevail in terms of, uh, let's say, credentials aside reputation. Reputation is very, very important. But reputation is not built uh, with words, but is, is built with hard-earned deeds and uh, results. So yes. let's say yeah. in my experience, I have come to know all sorts of people, uh, but the ones who uh the ones who have the sort of background that they do what they say and they say what the what they do are the the sort of business people that are uh, not only uh, admired by their colleagues but they are very sought after in terms of uh, doing business with them yeah, trust is at the cornerstone of everything. And I love that you share that with law as well and reputation and branding. Once you build a name for yourself, it's so important that you operate under those values despite challenges that might come across or maybe deviations in the journey because they will come and they will test yes. you. That's why it's yes. important to be so you know uh, rooted in your purpose and values because yes. I think the, the more you understand where that is coming from and you know, the less uh, costly mistakes you'll make because of a momentarily you know bad judgment and decision for sure and aligning yourself with the right people is important as we talked about the who and uh you know leveraging people's experience in this case a lawyer uh having the lawyer in your back pocket i always say align yourself with the right people around you because that is 
absolutely gonna um, save you so much and, and uh, is going to add so much value based on the results that you're looking for as well. Well, Bilal, we've actually reached the end of this interview. Me and you seems like we can go on and on into sharing <laughs> topics and experiences because it seems like we're very aligned in even the work that you're doing as well. So I love that we have that commonality. Uh, but for my last, last question, we have to close out this episode. Maybe I'll have you back and we could continue into some of those topics of your book. I'm uh, pretty intrigued around some of those things that you talked about because I think at the end of the day, I, I also am very holistic in my business approach. Um, it's also about aligning your personal life because, I mean, what's the point of just being successful in one area when you have compromised your health? your mental health, your spiritual health, your relationships, all these other things that we know now are so important and to be able to do it for your team as well. So I think, you know, it's pretty fascinating that you also have that insight on those topics as well. But my last question for you for the day in this episode is if you can fill in this blank, whatever comes to you from your heart, I always say speak from the heart. And if you could say my purpose, I will ask you to fill in this blank. My purpose in business is what would be your answer? is to basically gain for myself the giver's eye and uh, help and contribute to better other people's lives. Oh, love it. So we went back to contribution. Yes, absolutely. That's one of my main drivers. I've seen that when I made the leap from where I worked in, into entrepreneurship. That's why I call it purpose. I think that is what we're looking for the next level because we're looking for joy and fulfillment. Um, and if we can align all of those, I think that's powerful. Where is it that people can also further connect with you in our community? One of the main important values is connection and collaborations. I love that you touched upon those without even knowing much about, uh, you know, even what our work is all about. But um, where is it that people can continue and further connect with you and continue this conversation? I am uh, in all social media, but I'm very active uh, both in uh, LinkedIn and Instagram. So they can find me, Bilal Kola, at LinkedIn and uh, Mindsets for Living uh, underscore Bilal Kola on Instagram. So, yes, they can find me in, in social media. I tend to be really active there, especially on LinkedIn, because I, I view it as more of a professional uh, sort of professional related uh, social media. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely connect with Bilal. Go check out his website, check out his book. It seems like to have so many amazing holistic topics around business growth and alignment. And Bilal, I want to thank you and wish you much success in your purpose and journey with this new venture that you're taking on. And I, 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 really, I think you also are a great example for a lot of Albanian um, uh, entrepreneurs that are looking to choose this journey as an entrepreneur now to be able to contribute beyond them and learn and grow and add value to uh, to ourselves and also the society as a whole. So I think it's really empowering and inspiring. Thank you so much for being here. And I want to thank you for watching. You know what to do to support our show. Should subscribe, review, and share with so many more entrepreneurs that you feel need to hear this message. Thank you again, and I'll see you in 2024. Bye, Thank everybody. you, Elena. It's been a pleasure, and I wish you a happy new year and lots of success throughout 2024. Likewise. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Looking for alignment between your purpose and your profit in your business. If you're experiencing these two main pain points in your business, lack of consistent cash flow and sales, and also lack of knowledge and strategy 
for scalability, then we must connect. I would love to schedule a call for a 30-minute free discovery session where I could see what you have built, me where you are in your phase and stage of growth, and also help you identify some of the gaps that you might be experiencing in your business, in the alignment of your purpose and profit, and also in really carrying forward that vision that you have for your company moving forward for your impact and also for your profit. Schedule a free 30-minute discovery call in the link below as my calendar gets very full very fast, and I'm looking forward to seeing you there.